Well, hi everybody, and uh, well, welcome to um, another Ipswich Speedway podcast. And if you're if you're watching us, welcome to an Ipswich Speedway video podcast. I think is what it's called. I'm Mike Bacon, and uh, well, here we all are, um, sitting in our uh, houses and uh, looking forward to the 2021 Speedway season. If, as I said, if you're watching on video, uh, you can see straight away who I'm joined by, which is great for Ipswich Witches fans. Um, I'm joined by uh, the team manager, Richie Hawkins. Richie, how are you, sir? Yeah, doing well. Thank you, Mike. It's very nice. Very nice. The house looks very nice there in the background. Don't mind me saying it. Looks very, very, done a bit of decorating or what's... Yeah, we moved house week before Christmas. So, yeah, got an office now, so... Oh, I say. Very good. That's where you can do all the points money and things. (laughs) (laughs) And of course, I'm also joined by Danny King, the captain of the Witches. Danny, it's always a great pleasure to have you uh, here to chat away to and uh, and no doubt a man looking forward to the start of getting on your bike again. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely, man. It's it's been the longest year ever. I think I've said it before, but um, I'll tell you what. Now there's a, a a target in sight, shall we say? Things are changing. Feeling a lot lot better. Feeling good. Been on the bike. Been keeping fit. It's everything's going in the right direction. Excellent. Brilliant. Well, that, that's great news, of course. Well, look, we're going, to bit of, we're going to chat away here, but also have a little bit of fun as well, just talking a bit of speedway and a bit of what we've been up to. I mean, Richie, I mean, um, well, 2020, what have, you, so what have you been up to? You've been working? How's Hawk Speed going and, and, and all the rest of it? Yeah, just been concentrating on work, really, mate. And, yeah, it's been okay. I suppose, in a sense, it's been quite without speedway. I've kind of had to focus on work and, yeah, just trying to grind a living out, really. It's, you know, it's obviously tough for everyone at the moment, but... Yeah, overall, it's not been too bad a year, really, and uh, yeah, <clears throat> keep going. Have you have you been so work been has, has has the business been good? Yeah, I spent a bit up and down. It's either dead for a few weeks or like mad busy, but yeah, I suppose overall, really, yeah, I can't complain. Not sort of how other people have been, and I've sort of had enough work there to keep us going. And yeah, obviously, we got a little bit of help with the government and stuff. So really, yeah, it's been okay. Could have been a lot worse. And Speedway, I mean, you must have <laughs> strange really now to think how much you've missed Speedway. Um, yeah, it's like you know, for a lot of us, obviously, growing up around Speedway, you've been involved in Speedway every year, and you know, it's been a long time, I should think, you know, with, without any. So, yeah, it's been nice to get back into it, and you know, it all looks real positive now. So, one more month, and we'll be back, back away. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Danny, you've, uh, of course. <laughs> You, you, you've had to sort of completely readjust your whole life, really, because I mean, you've been a professional speeder for a long time. And I think we've talked before. You said, well, I haven't really done anything else. But what have you been up to? You, you have been keeping busy. I've been very busy. Yeah, I've, I've just been trying to work when I can. I mean, it started off all right with uh, with uh, the way things was with, with the schools. Clara had a bit more time off, so I was working pretty much full time. Um, but then the second part of this uh, current lockdown, I've had to sort of take over with the kids as well. So I've been working part time, sort of starting at seven and finishing at, at half two to then go get the kids to. It's just been manic, but it's been good. I've had some fun along the way. I, I won't lie; it's been it's been a good working with a good bunch of lads. And of course, you're both you're both young fathers, if you don't mind me saying. You both got young kids. What? No, you're both fathers of young. Sorry, I've got that wrong. You're both fathers. Of young, <laughs> I like young fathers. <laughs> but you both got young children. I mean, how's that been, Danny? I mean, it's it's you know, it's it's good. It's been it's been it's been tough. Don't get me wrong, but um, luckily, you know, the schools have been back a while now, so they're sort of 
getting back into the swing of the old things now and, and things are slowly coming back. Football training started again, swimming started again. Um, yeah. Logan's still doing his kickboxing, which he really enjoys. So the clubs are all starting back up. It's uh, it's good fun. Things are getting back to normal, which is great. Same for you, Richie. Yeah, obviously we're a bit different and kids aren't old enough to um, be in school yet. So in a sense, that was good when the schools were shut and nurseries were open. So they sort of kept a bit of normality and then, yeah, I think it's it's weird for the kids, but like during the first lockdown, our old house was like lived out on a, we had like the, the village park was sort of into our front garden. So yeah, just let them out there to have a run about and, and that, and you know, you get through it. So it was, it's been okay really. Yeah. They have just no, had a fight, but other than that, it's been okay. You had a fight tonight, did you? <laughs> no, they have. <laughs> the kids had a fight. Oh, yeah. no. Oh, wow. Well, <laughs> in general, it's been okay. <laughs> yeah. well, nothing, nothing serious, we hope, Richard. <laughs> no, just a bruise on the head, I think. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, Danny, can you believe it? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, of course, we now, we now, so hopefully we'll come a little bit elected. And because one of the most important things, apart from Speedway, which we're going to talk about in a minute, is, of course, golf. Now, I'm back on the golf course. Guys? Yeah. We went out. Went, I've shot one under last week, so beat Danny. <laughs> so that was good. One under? He did shoot. Yeah, he did shoot one last week. To be fair, listen, I'll tell you the truth. We only played 12 holes, but... Yeah. <laughs> keep going. Keep going. <laughs> well, that's the truth, isn't it? Yeah, 12 holes on the pitch and putt, yes. <laughs> <laughs> We went. So your golf up today has been pitch and putt. This is fun. No, we we no. did go. We played with one of Danny's sponsors what, a couple of weeks ago, didn't we? But yeah, that's the first time we've played in about six months. Well, the first time we played actually, Mike, since we did our charity day. So yeah, yeah. About six months, and uh, it was lovely. We didn't play very well, but I beat Richie, so that's all that matters. Exactly, doesn't matter, does it? The charity day, of course. If anyone doesn't know, we did a along with Mr. with Cameron, Cameron Heaps. Of course, he he hits yeah. a ball a mile, didn't he? He's, he's a good hit, good hit. Well, you two, you boys do as well, but he's yeah, it's a ball long. But we we did the charity, we did for the Macmillan charity. We raised, I think, about twelve hundred pound, and we played four rounds of golf all day. That was knackering, wasn't it? Gosh. Yeah, <laughs> I think Richie seemed to struggle more than you, Mike, by the end of it. <laughs> yeah, bearing in mind I'm half, I'm, uh, he's, he's half my age, I did quite well. But it was, it was, no, it was, it was tough though. Went four rounds of golf in in one day. I, I didn't know how tough it was going to be, but it was, it was good. It was enjoyable. Yeah, it, I'm it really was glad we did it. Yeah, it was. It felt like we were we were rushing because we obviously didn't know, and we decided to play the uh, longest day of golf on the shortest day of the year, pretty much. So <laughs> we didn't make it easy for ourselves, did we? <laughs> that was certainly. It was. I mean, that was good fun, though, Richie, wasn't it? And, and I mean, to, to raise that sort of money on a, on a, was was great. Yeah, it was. It was probably Cam's best idea since I've known him. So yeah, yeah, it was good. It was nasty, nice, nice, nice thing to do. And like, obviously, if you can do anything for charity and stuff, it's worthwhile cause. So yeah, yeah, really glad it went really well, aren't we? You know, we weren't sure whether we'd get it all in, but yeah, we did well in the end. <laughs> Danny is right. That was like near the shortest day of the year by the time we ended up doing yeah. it. But there you go, we got it done. Um, a bit of a little bit of um. Uh, now, quickly on the haircut front, I've, I haven't had mine cut yet, as you can tell what a mess it is. Danny, are you all right with the haircuts? I'll, be, I'll tell you what, um, my wife's been cutting mine, hence why I've got oh. a hat on. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> she's, she's, been, she's been having a go. To be fair, she's doing all right. I'm not quite happy to show you, but she's doing all right. No, that's fine. Well, we'll be out to see it on press day. Uh, Richie, how's yours coming along? It's a mess, mate. Yeah. <laughs> I've had a go for now. 
But um, if I tell you the truth, we've got a uh, we've got to do a like the launch for Eurosport in a few weeks' time. So uh, I'm putting off getting it cut to before then because I don't want to pay to go twice. <laughs> I mean, if anyone's listening to this on the podcast, uh, you might want to try and find the video of this because I think Richie's hair looks all right, actually. But I mean, no. It's oh, quite... Yeah, it's dark, dark in room. So, right, boys, um, line of duty. Um, I don't see it. Um, Richie? Yeah, we watch it. Yes. We try and watch uh... it. Yeah, I thought I was the only guy in the country who hasn't seen it. So, uh, no, I, I hear good things about it. I think we're going to have to start giving it a go. But I'm one of these people, I want to watch it from the beginning, you know, so I'm going to have to try and do a bit of catch-up. Danny, yep. Danny will be like uh, Clara, will be like the same as I have to be with Anna and keep pausing it to explain what's going on. So Clara will <laughs> have to do that for Danny, I think. <laughs> I says, we, the other day I was looked and we were 17 minutes in. I said, this is our fourth stop. <laughs> we're not going to get it washed tonight darling <laughs> you need to get get with it yeah, I don't see it but I've heard it's a bit confusing ah uh, yeah it's, yeah we enjoy it but it's good yeah keeping it all, all right. ties in and yeah okay, sure it'll all right. come clear in the end <laughs> which is 2021 then Richie so there we are. We're, we're, we're a month away from, less than a month away from the start of the season. Obviously, we can't all wait. We can't wait to get going. Um, I mean, Richard, take us through your team then. Um, you know, just go through the team and a few thoughts, starting with, obviously, Mr. Jason Crump. Yeah, obviously, massive buzz when we got Crumpy sort of last year. And, um, you know, hopefully, I'm very, very excited to see how he goes. You know, the few meetings he did last year over here or, every, you know, he looks good. And um, you know, did did some riding in ours, and yeah, I think um, yeah, it's obviously massively exciting to have have Grumpy in, and I think he'll add a lot to everyone else in the team as well. You know, not just his contribution of his points. I think he'll put points on on uh, the rest of the boys' meetings, and um, you know, his knowledge and experience and everything. You know, is kind of invaluable. So yeah, delighted obviously to have Grumpy and. You know, we'll we'll see how it goes. It's not like massive pressure on him like it was ten years ago when you know he hardly dropping a point. It's kind of <coughs> expectations are realistic, but I think he, you know, I think he'll do a good job. And I know, I know, he's, I know, he's sitting just below you, you know, on the screen. But obviously, Danny and Nikolai, yeah, you know, you can say what you like about them. Though. I mean, he's just no, but I mean, obviously, there's you know, two top riders. I think when you look at our three heat leaders, the experience, you know, solid professionals, you know, I think we, we, I would say, you know, it was pretty clear um, in 2019 that I think, you know, certain members as lack of professionalism that I think cost us a chance in the final. And that's something that's certainly been addressed. And I think you can ask for three more professional guys as your heat leaders and with four young riders below them. Um, complete, you know, a example and role models of of how to behave and how to approach yourself and conduct yourself. So I don't think you could ask for a better top three than that. And talking of the young riders below you, Rich, if you want to just carry on through the rest of the team. I mean, yeah, Cameron, obviously, he... yeah, Cam's. You know, it's it's a shame. I think a little, like had such a good year in nineteen to not build into um, twenty one. But um, I've spoke a lot to Cam lately and. Um, you know, I keep keep an eye on Cam, and obviously, I think he's he's training hard again, and he, he's kind of. I think he matured a couple of years ago. 
you know, I think he grew up and matured and realised kind of that he can, what he can achieve if he puts the time and effort in, and that's kind of what he's carried on doing. So I expect a big year from Cam. Um, yeah, so he he needs to be up there pushing pushing for as as a, a top E leader and pushing on now. Um, yeah, and obviously then we've got three sort of exciting new, new to the league, but uh, I think Jordy's been done a good couple of years. He's been going very well in Oz. Um, so yeah, he's kind of someone I've, I've watched when he's been at red car and thought he looks, you know, he's got a nice style. He rides the bike nice. He looks, you know, he looks the part. So um, he has a close relationship with Jake. Um, so, you know, we, we kind of, I think he'll know all about Ipswich and sort of what's going on and, and, you know, I think he could be a real trump card. And then, yeah, you know, to have two British youngsters, I think it's great for everyone um, at reserve for the supporters to watch him progress and for us as a club to help them and, you know, for them to have the team, they could learn so much this year. Drew and Anders could be, you know, they've got such a massive opportunity to learn without sort of the pressure of they've got long careers ahead of them. The, the, there's there's no, no pressure on them as such to, to you know, perform necessarily week in week out but they need they they need to progress and and they'll show us what they can do and they they both actually did a bit of ride like drew had a very good year last year as as, as good as you could have had under the circumstances and anders went to poland was riding out in poland and did a few meetings and and, and did well so you know i think they've um yeah they could do well you know i think obviously they're um two of the be better or the, the best guys in the draft who were in the draft. So, yeah, yeah, really pleased to have them. Brilliant. That's good. Well, well, Danny, I mean, obviously there's, there's, there's the manager talking. I mean, you know, no pressure on you at all. No, but I mean, it's, but it's, I mean, you know, Danny, here you are at the start of another season and, and as excited as ever. Um, and, and just your thoughts as a rider on the team, looking forward to riding with all those guys. Definitely. Yeah, I think Richie hit the nail on the head there, really. I think the uh, we've got a great mixture of youth and experience and hopefully that's really going to pay off. I mean, certainly with Jason in the team, I mean, it, it comes with, you know, what he comes with is just so valuable. It's You can't get it anywhere else. So we need to, t uh, to make the most of that. And already he's had a big impact on the younger lads, which is great. And we've not even got going. Um, and then, of course, Cam there, he's sort of in the middle. He's got experience, but he's still got youth on his side. And um, yeah, I think it's great. I really like the shape of the team, and uh, I'll be honest, I can't wait to get going. Now. You've already had uh, already had a little a spin or two, I hear, uh, Danny. Anyway, you've been out and about already. Yeah, I've been out four times actually. Um, it's oh, been good. Cool. Yeah, I've been really busy. Um, I got the bug. <laughs> so, uh, you got the speedway can't wait bug. To get back going again. <laughs> yeah, it's back. Yeah, I don't know where it went for a year, but um, no, it's been great, and things are good. Bikes are good. Everything's just just spot on at the minute so if we just keep need everything to keep going in that right direction and uh i'll be a happy boy come 17th how did it feel getting back on the bike it must have been how long is it a year? what is it a year you'll speak uh no not quite i did a cut i did three meetings last year two in october uh, one oh, of course in March. yeah but yeah it's it's certainly been a the longest i've not been on a bike is as such shall we say um obviously I had a tricky 2018 with my injury and Missed most of that year. Had a good year in 2019 and then 2020 didn't happen. So I'm sort of really eager to get going. And Ipswich still very much, you know, you, you know, you've been here and start to be there a long time now, Danny. You were riding for Ipswich when you were 16, weren't you? So, you know, it's yeah. been at the heart of you for a long time. Yeah. I mean, look, everyone knows what I, how and what I feel about the club. Um, they really gave me my shot when I was 16. I was left without a team place. I was 
supposed to be going to Reading in the Premier League as it was back then, the Middle League, um, and then lost the team place in February. Ipswich needed a free point. Now they said, do you want to come in? And that was it. The rest is history. It really paved the way for my career. And, and although that was probably the hardest and toughest year of my life going as a 16-year-old in the Elite League, um, it was the best one as well because it dragged me on and, and that's really what made me. Excellent. That's good. Um, Richie, obviously, have, have, you, have you had a chance to study the rest of the... The rest of the Premiership's team. I, I sort of had a little look the other day, and uh, yeah, it looks like there's a lot of very good teams about. I mean, Ipswich obviously one of them as well. Um, you know, have you had a little look at all of them? Yeah, I mean, obviously, yeah, <laughs> some some teams maybe look a little bit stronger than others, but I don't know. I think it's probably reasonably even across the board, and um, I'm sure it'll be very competitive. Um, yeah, I think it'll be close. Obviously. You know, we're down to six teams, which is not ideal. Um, not what anyone wants. So um, that's something I think. You know, in the future, hopefully, we'll be getting more teams in the league, which will which will help it. But I think that's the only drawback, really, of what what's been going on. But um, yeah, we'll uh, yeah, we need to focus really on on hitting our stride at the end of the season and making sure obviously we're in the in the playoffs and then uh, be firing on all cylinders, ready for it. And um, Foxhall Stadium, Danny. Um, Foxhall mm. Heath Track. Um, now, mm. Mr. Louis has been putting a lot of effort into those curves and bends and shapes, and he's been cutting bits out here and putting bits there. And making, I mean, how much has it changed since you've been riding on it? It's changed hugely, hasn't it? It has, actually, yeah. An awful lot. I mean, obviously, the initial change was the biggest one, um, and then it's been uh, adjusted a few times since that. But, yeah, I mean, it used to be like a real narrow, you know, long, straight, sort of tight corners track. Um, with a lot of grip on it, which uh, away riders didn't like. And uh, although we still have a lot of grip and away riders don't seem to like it, it's uh, it's a much better shape now. And, and that's where you've got to take your hat off to Chris, you know, because, I mean, yeah, having a, a special home track, you're going to be thumping teams home and away, but Chris wants to see good racing. And whether that means it's going to be a bit harder for the home boys, it doesn't matter because it's all about the racing at the end of the day. That's what you should say about that, um, Richard, because I was talking, I actually did a couple, I've done a couple of podcasts with Jason uh, Crump and, um, um, you know, that, that he's really enjoyed, you know, just, just had, I think he had a quick spin around the Foxhall track. And then, and then I spoke to, uh, I keep name dropping here a little bit, I don't know what's going on, I had my car done at Mark Lawrence because uh, Mark's uh, got his garage, isn't he? Better give Mark a quick, uh, Hemingstone garage, better give a quick plug. Um, but we'd, <laughs> we'd, I was talking to Mark and we'd, he was talking about what a great racing team Ipswich have actually. Um, Richie, he was saying that there's a lot of good races in that in the, in the Ipswich side this year. Yeah, it's obviously something you know we've got to look at how we 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 want to set the track up at Ipswich with a bit of grip, and we need riders that uh, are going to be able to race on that and and provide entertainment as well. I think you know massive credit like to Chris for what he's done over the last you know so many years to to alter the track to try and make it better, and um, you know the modern bikes. Uh, race ride differently race differently and you know i think you know it needed to be done for that to make it uh you know better racing which is what it's all about really and then but we also still still need a little bit of a team advantage and um or home track advantage so you know we want riders that are still good on the grid but and, and can provide entertainment and um yeah you know we were i'm sure we'll have that this year and you just touched on the bikes there, um, Danny. I mean, there's lots, lots has made these days about the the speed of the bikes and the 
the way. I mean, having never ridden one, I wouldn't know what they're talking about. But I mean, apparently they 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 grip too much and they pull away and they <laughs> people are hanging on for dear life and all this sort of stuff. Um, and 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 yet track times, funny enough, are not are not yeah. actually coming down that much. It's a bit bizarre, really. But um, yeah, so so what is it about the bikes, Daddy? People often say this that oh, they're, they're hard to ride. Yeah, it's it's not so much that the, they're faster; it's just how they react. They react quicker. Um, so obviously, if you can get that right, then yeah, you are going to go faster. But it means basically, uh, in, on an older style bike, if you hit a bit of a hole or a rut, you really wouldn't have much reaction. The bike might take off a little bit, but it would be quite controllable. Um, if you hit it on a modern day bike, um, they they react very fast, and yeah. no matter how quick you are chances are you might not even be able to hold it so you have to be on it all the time and, and that's the only reason people say they're a, they're a bit harder to ride do you agree with that richie are you i mean I, you know i mean i know you have ridden for a couple of years for a couple of years but i mean you were riding not that long ago yeah completely yeah yeah i think i think when they changed the the silencers you're mm. allowed to use i think that made the, the biggest difference um i know the engines are, the engines are a lot different now um kind of the, the short strokes now but um yeah the uh, i think when the the, the, the silence has changed it made them a little bit more they're, they're more erratic the bikes if you like so yeah it um so whereas maybe back in the day if the track was rough or you know grippy one place and a bit slick somewhere else that you kind of get away with it or ride through it these bikes just when they go from one surface to another react so uh so violently it can uh yeah it can cause trouble so i think that's kind of a lot of that um is what the problems are do you miss racing richie do you miss do you miss the obviously you know retired do you miss do you miss racing i suppose after a few years now you don't or do you yeah sometimes i fancy skidding like certain places and stuff and certain tracks but yeah i think it's kind of died down a little bit now sort of the urge to get back going or, um, and whatever i don't i don't necessarily miss a lot of the long trips away or order disappointments because i was going very well i was pretty rubbish <laughs> last year so you know it's the ups and downs with it all um you know i found it yeah real mentally tough and stuff and i think i've still got the still doing the managing and being the manager has kind of been the best thing for me really kept me involved and kept my hand in and i think i'm probably um uh, better at being the manager so i kind of guess it's like the management role probably suits me more are you surprised how well you've taken to management? Because you have taken well to it. Are you surprised? Have you surprised yourself? Um, I don't know, really. I, I don't know. I just kind of do my own thing and hope, you know, you kind of, I kind of know speedway riders. And obviously I worked very closely with Danny on a personal level, like um, while I was still racing, sort of come, you know, for a long time. And that always worked really well. So, you know, if I went and helped someone, that generally kind of works. So, you know, maybe I'm better at um, knowing what you should should be doing rather than actually get being able to put it into practice myself. But, um, yeah, I don't know, really. Just kind of taking it, trying to do my best. And, what, like, I take it serious or put the time and an effort of it. Don't just sort of turn up on race day and just, just want to do it. I kind of, you know, give it give it me all. And, um, yeah, it's kind of, yeah, it's, it's gone well, obviously, so far. Results-wise, results, results it seems to have been, been decent. When you're going for your, of course, Danny's got his Eurosport uh, photo shoot to do soon. Apparently, um, you know he's oh. going to be up for that. I can see, it. I can sense it. I can sense it. Can you, Danny? Uh, I just waiting to see what haircut he turns up with. Yeah, <laughs> he's not got as long as you don't wear them Winkle pickers, whatever they are. Well, 
<laughs> the pencil <laughs> tash is gone. Yeah, I'm about to get my pencil, grow a tash again. I ain't got long enough to grow a tash. <laughs> yeah, you should get. You should get it back for that. For the just then shave it off the next day or something, so no one recognises you. But... <laughs> I'd have to start trying now if I wanted to tash me. <laughs> that takes a lot of effort. That tash did. Of course, of course, you two have been good pals for a long time, and um, of course, one of the big highlights, obviously, was uh, was the British final win for you, Danny, um, in 2016. Um, and of course, Rich, you were you were in the, you were in the pits that day. You were there. You were you were there, and, and you know. I mean, what 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 use was he, Danny? A great use was he the was he the difference? I mean, what happened with the gate choices and all sorts of things? Was he, no, but it was a great moment for you two to share, wasn't it? It was. We've done. We've worked closely together for a long time, as everyone knows. And and Richie is really good on that side of the fence, as you've as you've seen now yourself since he's been yep. a manager. And he um, he really knows how to get. I guess he knows what to say to get me into the right frame. I won't tell you what he said to me at Cardiff after my first two rides, but um, <laughs> he uh, he does, yeah. And do you know what? We had a, I've got I had a good team to be fair. Richie there, my old mechanic uh, Richard as well, Richard Moore, um, and everything on the night just went well. Richie kept me calm, and Richard kept the bike going, and uh, that you know that, we have a good team, and that's what it's all about. And it was special, yeah. We've worked a lot together, and I'll uh, I'll never forget that day for sure. You enjoyed that, Richie, as well, I believe, didn't you? Very much so. Yeah, I said like I said to Danny at the time though, I'd bet on Cookie to win, so I was a bit worried about <laughs> That's a t- true story. <laughs> <laughs> He had, a tear in his, he had a tear in his eye afterwards and someone said, Are you a bit emotional? He said, No, I had a pound on Cookie. <laughs> well, there you go. What what a surprise that is. But uh no. um <laughs> I quite believe he probably did. I mean that's that's no doubt the thing. I mean we're we're, we're laughing about it here, but I mean I can see by the seriousness on his face that he's still <laughs> to this day. So yeah. going back to the going back to the season, then, uh, uh, chaps. I mean, f- f- fans coming, fans being back is just such a huge relief. Um, so many sports have been decimated. I mean, bizarrely, Speedway didn't even have any have any go go at all last year, so they didn't even miss fans or only have sort of a few fans. You know, it's been it's been all or nothing. So fans coming back is is such a major thing. At the speedway probably couldn't cope without it, um, Danny, could it? Without them back? No, definitely not. No, definitely not. Um, yeah, look, it's it's been a, a tricky year, as we say. But I'm just hoping that um, you know the speedway fans have missed it as much as I have, as and as the riders have, and everyone else has. So um, it'll be fantastic to see uh, to see a great crowd there come uh, come May, wouldn't it? And I think, I, I mean, I, honestly, I think there'd be some quite big crowds. Richie, I mean, there could be some quite decent-sized numbers, I think. Yeah, I believe we will have at Ipswich. I'm not sure all over the country what will happen. I think some some clubs might struggle. But, um, yeah, definitely Ipswich, I'm expecting big crowds because, you know, whatever happens at Ipswich, we've got such a loyal fan base and we are so well-supported. You know, even if we're struggling, you'll still get a reasonable reasonable crowd so um yeah i believe our our fans will be right right out in force to back us and i'm expecting some big crowds and you know obviously we've got like a couple of local clubs coming and like kings in obviously in peterborough normally bring some away fans and i think they'll be they'll be looking forward to coming to Ipswich as well so um yeah i believe we'll get good crowds and you know we need to make sure we're out on track and uh providing the entertainment and doing them well and which is kick off, Richie, uh, at home to Kings Lynn. Uh, uh, sorry, away at Kings Lynn, and then at home to Bellevue the week after. I mean, that's or a few days later. Two big matches to start off with at Kings Lynn, then at home to Bellevue. 
yeah, obviously we need to win at Kings Inn. Um, you know, it's very important. The boys will be well aware. The ones that haven't rode Phipps, which was before, the new boys will be well aware how important being Kings Inn is. Um, you know, to Chris, to their boss as well. So, and uh, as well as the supporters. So, um, I think Kings Inn, I think a lot of teams will win at Kings Inn this year. I don't, they don't, they don't look very good. So, um, you know, it'll be kind of like <laughs> if, if we don't, it is kind of, you know, I think a lot of teams will win there. So if you if you don't win there, then you're kind of dropping points on everyone else in the playoffs race. Um, and then Bellevue look a very good team as well. So that would be a very tough home match. You know, first meeting of the season, it could sometimes it plays into your hands because it's it's the start, and sometimes it's kind of it's, it's one you can be wary of that you can get caught out because of cobwebs and first night nerves yeah. and and everything. So um, yeah, it's a uh, yeah, we need to make sure we get two results. That's a, that's that's a pre- that's a big start, Danny. That the, the, the boss is talking about there, isn't he? That's a bold statement, weren't it? Hey, no pressure, <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> it means business. It means I business this year. <laughs> it means business this year. But I mean, for, for for a rider, I mean, you know, I mean, obviously you're riding for Paul as well, Danny. Um, yeah. You know, two big. British clubs, you know, Paul in the it seems bizarre, Paul in the championship, but there you go, it's the way it is. Ipswich were there for a long yeah. time, but anyway, Paul in the championship, Ipswich in the premiership, two big clubs that you're riding for, that's for sure. Yeah, 100%. Um, I've been really lucky in my career, um, to being able to ride for such big clubs. Um, obviously, Ipswich is uh, is one I've spent many years at and feel very blessed. Um, you know, Coventry, Peterborough, and Paul's one of the clubs that I've never, I've never managed to actually get to, and um. You know, I'm nearly there. I nearly got there last year, but obviously it didn't happen. And and now it is. And um, I can't wait, to be honest. I really can't. I keep looking at that skull and crossbone Kevlar's hanging up in the workshop and uh, can't wait to get it on and uh, get to the tapes. Excellent. Excellent. Um, if I just going back a little bit to, in time, um, Richie, because I mean, obviously we talked about Danny win the British Fuck. You were British under 21 champion back in the day. Was it back 2004-ish? Um, I mean, that's a great honour, British, British under 21 champion. A lot of top riders, English riders have won that over the years. Um, where, when, how do you remember anything about it? Yeah, well, yeah, it was at Royals. House. Um, yep. Yeah, I remember it. Yeah, it was, you know, it was good. Obviously, great day. I was, um, and I suppose the main thing was I'd, I'd had a really tough couple of years with injuries and stuff the couple of years before. And um, I think I only, I got seeded into the final because, I um my average was still like sick highest or something. And then um yeah, I I I hadn't rode the end of the year before and I don't I didn't really sort of hadn't you know, I was working and you know, it was okay and then yeah, I think Mildenor, I went to Mildenor, did a few um conference league meetings, I think I probably did about five meetings and then yeah, because I got seeded into the final, I was I was already in. So yeah, and obviously, you know, I was very focused on winning it because it was my last shot and I thought, um, yeah, it all worked out well on the day for us. What did you get? Was it a Mac? Was it 15? No, it was a uh, final. So you set up for your oh, set up to yeah. get through and qualifying heats in the final. And I think, um, actually, you know, I think that's something we probably, I talked about with Danny. I remember for when he won this British title that he was off. He won and we off gate three or four and we talked about, you know, you don't need to win the meeting in heat one. You don't need to win heat one. Just don't get filled in with dirt and make sure you then come last because you've tried to get through into first, take your second place and, you know, and things like that. You kind of, in a meeting where 
you know there's a final. I think the the sense the clever riders or experienced riders or yeah. someone who's got a head screw on will plan their way through it. Mm. Um instead of going just all out to win every heat where you, where you have to really if you're if it, when it is a 20 heat like five ride each meeting i think you've got to be looking to to be starting definitely with a win and looking for a maximum because you know they could, that that quite often their meetings are one with a maximum so yeah i think it's a like, different approach do you like that format danny i mean because i mean again back in the day when i was watching speedway well i still watch speedway obviously but back in the day when i always remember speedway as you know the star of anglia at Foxhall or the brandon napolis and all this it was just a meeting of 20 heats and the man who got most points won, and it's changed. So mm. this this final thing has has come into it a lot more over the last. Well, that's been a while now. Obviously, um, is that it's not pretty well all you've known, is it, Danny? But it, it must be quite a few years no, now. No. What do you prefer? Or- I, th- I think I prefer the 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 five feet. You know, the, the best rider over the night should be the champ. In my eyes, you you can win every heat and break down in the final and not be the champion, yeah. and and that just doesn't always sit right. And it's, I know it's the way it is, and, and at the end of the day, in that format, there's only one race you really need to win, and it's the last one. But it's yeah, yeah I, I always feel personally um, it should be the best rider on the night, therefore the one with the most points at the end of the night. You say that you could be in the other format. You could it could still work the same way. You could have four wins, break down while leading, and then you mm. don't win the meeting. Where you probably still, and at least if you had a final, you could get in it. Mm. I mean, um. I think for modern day sport, for telly, for the crowds, for everything, the semi-final or final format works better. I think you can make it more complicated. There needs to be a maybe a little bit more unfair with different variations. But I say that, but then I know obviously the World Cup of Speedway has been done over two years, hasn't it? And then they had a final at the end of two days racing for the last two years, and I thought that was rubbish. <laughs> it's like completely got it wrong. So, yeah. Maybe contradict himself a bit. Yeah, yeah, it is, but it is, but it is. I mean, Speedway fans, you know, have got lots of opinions on different things, and I think the one-off final is still something they still still talk about, even though we've had the Grand Prix series for good for twenty odd years, and they still talk about the one-off finals. And you can see why in some ways. I mean, you know, but I suppose sports, sports got to keep moving on. With the one-off final, though, it was kind of it was obviously different than GPS, but you had. British British semi-final, British final, like overseas final, intercontinental final. They're all massive meetings. It weren't like it was just a one-off world final. There was a lot of massive meetings leading yeah. up to getting into that world final where someone could win the overseas final, intercontinental final, British final, and then not do it in the final because yeah. that was it was still lots of massive meetings to build up into that. It wasn't kind of a... Oh, it's the one-off world final. There was some huge meetings to get into that meeting. Um, yeah, Grand Prix series. The Grand Prix series has been brilliant for the sport. Yeah, you know, it was, yeah. well, I mean, I don't watch that much of it now, and uh, but yeah, definitely, it was awesome when that first come along, and yeah, I think it's been very good for the sport. You had a little yeah. taste of the Grand Prix, Danny, but probably nowhere near as much as you'd liked. But um, you enjoyed the little uh, the cameos you have played. Oh, I loved it. I loved every minute of it. And uh, it's a shame, really, because I, I think I just put a bit too much pressure on myself early on. And um, yeah, started with two last, obviously the worst start you could possibly have to a meeting. Um, but then to, to turn it around and have second, second win and just miss out on the semi by a point, it, it just goes to show that I can do it. And, yeah, yeah. you know, it's uh, you just got to, it, it, it was new, I suppose. I didn't know what to expect. And now I've done it once. I'd definitely like to do it again, for sure. 
I think it must be. It's a lot. There's a lot of pressure on Grand Prix, isn't there? I think experience. Mm-hmm. That's why people talk about Greg Hancock the way they did, and how and why a lot of the older riders are still dominating the Grand Prix. But I think a, a lot of that's because it's just the experience of coping with the with the pressure of it, because the pressure is massive, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, I think with Greg as well, he outlasted a lot of his rivals. So where he had the extra experience, even because it was kind of the new breed coming through, and Greg was still there. So he had then he had a massive ex, massive advantage. They kind of, you know, he it well, you know, he outlasted everyone. Plus, he is obviously a very um, intelligent bloke. He could work out what he needed to do to win, and you know, he 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 made the best of what he had and he was like i mean he's just a legend isn't he so he's uh yeah superb yeah it's great um a quick thing about poland before we before we sort of, sort of wrap things up. i mean obviously some polish there's a lot of riders had to go to poland and sort of stay there and can't come back here and poland sort of laid the law a little bit down on on, on riders riding for i mean it's, it's had a little bit of an effect on on british speedway but um your, your thoughts really danny i mean it's uh i suppose for riders there's not a lot they can do really is there no, it's a tricky situation, really, with Poland. It always is, always has been, and always will, I guess. Um, mm. But obviously, it's there's a lot to take into account with the current situation, and um, riders, you know, hopefully, are going to be able to travel freely, and um, you know, we'll see, we'll see everyone coming over and everyone racing, and uh, we'll crack on with our season, and just got to stay positive, I think, at the moment. But yeah, Poland's Poland. It's always is, and will always be the same. Mm. And so people, we're missing people like Robert Lambert, uh, Richie, isn't mm. it? We can't, he can't, can't do stuff over here. Yes, yeah. I mean, like, yeah. Obviously, it is. We want the, you want all the top names in the league, but um, although you can't, you can't blame anyone for going to Poland for doing that. That's where they've got the TV contract and the money, and they kind of have, are the biggest league at the moment, and and we're not in in Britain, so. Um, at some point, we're going to need to build up again. I think British Speedway is starting to rebuild a little bit. So, and that's what we're going to need, big rebuilding process, because um, I'm quite sure Poland will want to make it soon, where you just ride in Poland if you're in Poland, Dave. That, that is where they're looking at. So, um, yeah, we will need to put a, a viable league out there and an option for boys to get in. But Poland's great when you're in the team if you're getting paid, but you can easily slip out the team and then you don't want to be stuck there with no racing because, you know, your you career can still pass you by doing half a dozen meetings in Poland a year because you're not making it in the team. So, um, yeah, there's, there's pros and cons, but definitely I can see why any top boy would, would choose choose Poland. Um, so we're to come to the end of the, the podcast now, boys. So it says Speedway's nearly here. I mean, so, so Danny, what you look forward to most about going through the gates at Foxhall <laughs> And you know you park your little bike up and you know, everything sorted out. I mean, what, what are you looking forward to most? What you, you know, seeing the fans or having a cup of tea in the old hut or that sound like uh, Chris or you know what's sound like me, whatever. You know. Um, for me, definitely will be pulling my helmet on for the first time and stepping over that bike ready for my first race. That that is a weird feeling because everything is. Um, is you zoned out you know everything's quiet you don't really hear anyone or anything and there could be people shouting and screaming or kevin long on the mic or whatever it may be um but you don't really hear anything you know it's that that concentration that that feeling again that that's what i'm missing yeah and it's not far away mate no same for you richie what you obviously you're looking forward to a nice cup of tea or, or you know just, <laughs> just a couple just... of chili dogs 
My little press hut and sort of uh, order a cup of chili dogs and coke. That's all I order it. You see, now it's like because now do Uber Eats and stuff. We got. Uh, I, I don't know if they do Uber Eats at Dice Diner, but I mean, <laughs> I'll see if I can get them on my app or something. See if they can come and actually deliver. But um, I don't know. I might struggle getting up the stairs. I reckon because those stairs are getting those stairs are getting steeper, aren't they? At the back. Have you been up the back? I of the feel press? that's your age, Mike. You're just getting <laughs> steeper now, mate. I'm a, I'll tell you what, go up to the ref's box at Foxhall, mate. You do that 10 times. You... Yeah, I've been, uh, I have been up there a couple of times, mate. Yes, thanks for that. I, I think I skipped up them probably most times if I've been up there. <laughs> but it'd be nice to get back, wouldn't it, Richie? Obviously, looking yeah. forward to seeing the fans again. I was looking forward to seeing everyone. I think since the first time I ever rode for, for the club or started joined, everyone was so good, like, so friendly from staff to the supporters and everyone's always been so good to me and yes you know so i think it's still a family club and mm. yeah it'd be nice to just get back and see everyone and and spend a bit of time there you know feel you know it feels like you know feel like at home so at home there so yeah that's kind of missed that and uh yeah it'd be nice to uh start winning as well so finally danny um one big hope for the season then just one big hope for the season really Get going and keep going. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, um, look. Obviously, I, I feel I'm in. I'm in two teams. We've we've got a very good lineup, shall we say? Um, and I think we've got a very good chance at both levels. Um, so for me, it's going to be an exciting year. Um, but yeah, I think little steps. You know, let's just let's just get going first. I think that's the main thing. Um, and then we'll we'll roll on from there. And Richie, if you if you ever get to the finals episode of line of duty um before season starts then <laughs> yeah. yeah your your hopes yeah well, well you know we'll, we're going to the season looking to win the win the playoffs that's what you've got to do and that's that'll be the focus and that'll be what everything's geared around trying to achieve um you know obviously that's a long way off and a big, it's still a big ask and it's you know so but that will be the the ultimate focus of course brilliant well as the video if you're watching this on video i appear to have turned more yellow as the um as the night has worn on, uh, because I put a light on, which is now looks like, well, I don't know what really, I sort of look like I'm in some sort of lemon tree house or whatever. But um, anyway, look, this is, um, I hope you've enjoyed, if you've enjoyed watching on the vid, on the vid I, I hope you've enjoyed watching. If you listen on the podcast, I hope you've enjoyed uh, listening to Richie Hawkins and Danny King and myself, Mike Bagan. Um, a quick final word then for Richie, um, you know, just, just cheer out Richie, I look forward and not long now. Yeah, not long now. Can't wait to see everyone in a month's time. And um, yeah, won't be long till we're back at Foxhall and uh, hope everyone's keeping well and we'll see you then. Thanks, Richie. And Danny, same yourself. Yeah, guys, keep safe and uh, it won't be long now. Count down them days. See you soon. Yeah, excellent. Well, look, thanks, Richie. Thanks, Danny. Um, it's, it's, it's always a delight to talk to you guys. You're so good for the sport. You're always giving up your time to chat to the fans and, and things and, and you don't know how much fans do appreciate it. Um, and, uh, well, I'm Mike Bacon and we'll have some more. We'll have some more of these as the season goes on. You'll, you'll, you'll be pleased to know. We've got some great guests lined up going forward. Um, I won't tell you who yet because that will spoil it, you see, and you'll, you'll just have to... A bit like Line of Duty. We like to keep things on the edge, you see, it's on the Speedway podcast. <laughs> anyway... Goodbye, everybody, and uh, and we'll speak again. <laughs>